Lisa, thank you so much for coming in today for the interview. Thanks for having me. Um, so I understand you've been in Kelowna for three years and one day. Three years and one day. Is that right? 367 days. And you're... <laughs> or 66 days. Right? You're originally from Winnipeg. Yeah. I think we've had about a dozen guests that are from Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Yeah. So Kelowna seems to be a popular destination. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the story. You left Winnipeg in 2011. I left to follow my dreams in California to escape winter. Mm -hmm. And I want to win an Academy Award for hair and film. Right. (laughs) And I've never done hair before. So I feel like starting school was the first step. And... Yeah, it was beautiful adventure in California. Um, after there, I was bound for South Africa. Wow. And um, yeah, beautiful. Cape Town was so cool. And I had some immigration problems come up with that. So um, it ended up being, ironically, about the spelling of my last name in the end. But <laughs> I then uh, was passing through, I had to go to BC or Vancouver to meet my dad in Pell River and then drive his car back to Winnipeg. And I'd never been to Kelowna and Kelowna had like came up on my radar twice. Mm. I vaguely remember hearing about Kelowna when I was a kid, but it was always like in reference to retirement or golfing. And I was just like, what is this place? And then I was getting my um, apprenticed and my mentors were both from France and or one of them was from France and he used to do Wayne Gretzky's hair. And he was like, I was in the Manitoba liquor store. I was, yeah. Trapped in Winnipeg for a few weeks, ended up being eight months between South Africa. And then I was in the liquor store and I seen a bottle of Wayne Gretzky wine. So I was like, I'm going to buy this. I'm like, where is this in California? And then I looked, I'm like, the Okanagan, where the fuck is that? (laughs) And then I was on Instagram that weekend when I was at my cabin. And then I seen another hashtag Okanagan living, hashtag Kelowna. And I was like, what is this place? And then, um, yeah, when my dad asked me to drive his car back to Winnipeg, I was like, I'm going to reroute this trip to Kelowna. And he's like, no, I want to get to Calgary. And I was like, no, Kelowna's calling me. And then I literally, I'll never forget it. It was August 25th, I think, mm-hmm. 2015. And I came over the bridge and I didn't even make it halfway over the bridge. And I was like, whoa. So I was like, man. yeah. And then I was like, well, they have a film industry. They have wine. They have adventure. And like, I liked the sense of community. Mm-hmm. I've never really belonged to a community before. And I feel like I just felt it. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I started applying for jobs that day and found a place to live. And within 18 hours, I decided to move here. And then I officially came here on January 4th. I'd come and gone between October, November, and December, but officially January 4th, 2016. Mm. And then I was trying to fit in somewhere and I just really wasn't at all. Um, I have a strong passion for cruelty-free hair and for... um, Tell, tell us about that. What is cruelty-free hair? So basically, 80% of animal testing is done on beagles, and I am oh. a huge animal lover. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel also with the love, my love for the environment, um, color, hair, like the hair industry is kind of a wasteful um, industry, no offense to anybody. But um, yeah, so I was kind of just like, whoa, what is my name going to represent here? So I wanted to make sure I was yeah. environment, like you by walking in the doors of Burke are being kinder to the environment and animals without knowing it. And that's right. something I want my clients to always like trust me for. Mm-hmm. Um, so you mean like shampoo, hairspray, color, all these things they test animals. them on. And it's not shampooing the beagle or <laughs> hair coloring the beagle. They're actually like they doing put, some really, really sad things. Like they put, they put it in their, their eyes. eyes and- yeah. They put it through their eyes and then they're like sides and like it's a variety of animals as well and I have four animals at home so for me it's like what's the difference between those animals and my animals right 
And, um, yeah, so then I wasn't really fitting in anywhere. And then I befriended immediately the girls at Naked Cafe upon moving here. And um, they found a place on Lawrence. And I was like, oh, my God, I could be your neighbor. And then Orange Fitness was right there. And then I was just like, fuck it. I'm turning 30. I'm going to start a business. <laughs> and did that. And, yeah, it's been amazing. I've never been a part of a community. And I've never experienced community living like Kelowna. And I just feel like in, well, three years now living here, mm. I'm pretty much, I'd say 95% local for everything I do. And it's That's awesome. what a beautiful thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I feel like raising awareness, I can have conversations here like this where I'm not like offending people or worried mm. to like speak about my, my values or my beliefs. And yeah, I'd like to ask you a little bit more about that. Yeah. Uh, if you don't mind. So, um, I understand. So they don't want women to feel irritation in their eyes. They test on these poor creatures. No, I don't think right? it has anything to do with the eyes. I think they just have to put the chemical through the eye to see. To see what yeah. kind of reaction. Yeah. And I'm not sure a hundred percent on the statistic cause I am on air, but I do know that it's like, I believe there's last year alone, there's 110,000 animal deaths or no, sorry, 109,000 deaths from products that were tested safe on animals. That's terrible. Cause beagles are nothing like us. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's so terrible. So what, like, obviously, we don't want to test on animals. Right. But the researchers, they're trying to find out some kind of information. I'm not sure it's about from, that. Yeah. I think it's mostly to do with China. Um, it's oh. the law to test in products that come from China. I see. So a lot of these companies will say, we don't test on animals. But if you look at where they source their product from, it comes from China. And then they slap their label on it. So mm. it's already been pre-tested. Yeah. 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 So is there a way to do this research without torturing these poor animals a hundred percent when i lived in california i found well even i was broke when i first moved there so i was like trying to make money some way and like they research on people mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know what i mean and even yeah. like i'm sure there's stuff like that here in winnipeg i even seen that but like, yeah like i don't understand why you wouldn't want your skincare or your hair care being tested on people before. right and voluntarily yeah obviously. and like what a way to help that community too of people who are maybe yeah. a little less fortunate right mm-hmm. and like make some money on yeah testing because i it can't be cheap to have these test labs right like yeah. like i don't know yeah it's it's really it's horrible sick, actually really horrible. Yeah. so thank you for bringing yeah. awareness to yeah. we have two beautiful cats here we love dogs yeah. we love animals well plus um, think about the water too it's like just to give you like an idea it's like i've spent just on color not including bleach or anything else like our salon has spent a hundred thousand dollars on color and wow. if you use let's just say ballpark, it's probably under 20, but $20 a client at $100,000 worth of color, that's a lot of color going down the drain. And then where does that go? Right. Yeah. And that's kind of where I want to think about, you know, like I love the clean water here and I love, I don't know. I just want to make sure that again, like I like to do my business locally and I find the more local I am, I walk into anybody's business and it's just like Mm -hmm. done ethically and just right. And so again, you could walk into Burke not knowing, right. Right. That you're, doing right by exactly yeah so um some of the colors are they better now than they used to be as far as chemicals and 100 percent. there's so many options out there and like that's something else i try to like not preach just like educate that just because i use Uh this color line that doesn't mean there's not like four other color lines right Right. yeah yeah your color is amazing thank you can you tell us about some of the ingredients in it that are yeah so ironically i am i guess vegan i don't love 
labels, but I am vegan, but my color line actually isn't um, vegan. It is the main ingredient is sustainable honey actually. And mm. honey is quite healing. Yeah. Um, and it's honey, pomegranates um, together make a chemical reaction. Um, and it's actually ammonia free too, which is huge. But um, yeah, there's like aloe vera in it. Like nice. It's scented with rose hip. It smells amazing. I love rose. Um, and Do you know what gives that amazing color? Like what, what that is? Just, just the pigments. Just well, pigments, they, like, yeah. there's like, and then like obviously your pigments, which is technically a chemical, but um, I don't know. It's just like a better, I love Kevin Murphy. It's just so shiny yeah. and I don't have to wear gloves and that's a huge thing Yeah, is um, not breaking out in hives or having like your hands sting and the smell, especially like, cause when it hits your head, it's like, whoosh. Oh yeah. But yeah. And then, yeah, we use Paul Bryant, which is like a fashion color and that's like a conditioner based product. And that too, it's like, I don't understand why you have all these options and yet people will still pick, mm-hmm. but usually it's cause it has a big shiny label on it. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Was this something now that, uh, was it in focus? Like all these yeah. questions? Yeah. yeah. I did it too. Yeah. And nice. there's so many great questions. I'm just going to ask you some of these. Oh, yeah, I love it. You know, so um, what's your favorite local store in Kelowna and why? OMG. I love. Might have changed since you answered this, but. Yeah, I, right now, I have a big love for Milk Crate Records because I love collecting vinyls. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unless Market, I know they have some changes going on, but oh my God, I love going there. Mm-hmm. Um, Frock and Fellow. Yeah. Is that um, clothing? Yeah. So it's all like consignment. Yeah. Um, I love restaurants. Food is kind of my focus. Yeah. <laughs> so like Naked Cafe, Central, Salty Caramel Kitchen. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I love food. There's so many great restaurants yeah. here. That's one of the things I love. About and that's Kelowna. something I try to do. Like, I, I don't know who it was, but when I first moved here, they said, if you want to be a part of a local community, what you should do is in the winter, never go to a restaurant that isn't local. Hmm. And I was like, Whoa, what a good idea. So I always try to do that too. Right. Um, yeah. Very cool. Love local. And uh, what, tell us about a hidden gem in the Okanagan. So we have a lot of listeners from the coast and from cool. Calgary and stuff yeah. like that. And there's like cool little spots that they don't know about. So tell yeah. us some, some of the little spots you like. You like to take your, your little doggies for example. Yeah, I love hiking and I love water. So I always try to find like private little beaches or docks. There's one by Manhattan, but that one, the one on Manhattan has been closed for a year. Mm. Um, I found a new one on West Side Road or off of, on the West Side. Oh, I forgot what it's called, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, honestly where it's not hidden at all, but you know where I like freaking love is Sparkling Hill Resort. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I just got back from there. I love it there. Um, and Nelson. Nelson, I found a lot of cool spots there. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. In the Okanagan right now, I've actually been on the hunt for a new one. So maybe I just need to re-listen to some of what other people are saying. Um, <laughs> those, are, those are some great yeah. spots. Yeah. But I like, like, super, like, chill and intimate little spots. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if Manhattan Point's been reopened since. I hope so. But that one's the, cool because if you go, it's not like the Manhattan Beach where like they have the kids stuff. It's like to the left and then you go through where it looks like it's you're not allowed to be in there, but you are. And then it's just like a dock and then there's a tiny little lighthouse on the end of it. It's so pretty. Right. Yeah. I understand uh, one time you were going to Winnipeg and you took someone's luggage. Yeah. I have <laughs> two them. more luggage stories since that one too. Um, yeah. I was going to Winnipeg to work a <laughs> wedding and of course I was late for the flight and only had 12 hours till the wedding and then I was like after a couple beers and some Thai food I was like I'm gonna put on my pajamas and I open up my luggage and then there's 
some um, medicinal honey in it. And I'm like, who put this in my luggage? And I was like, where's my hair stuff? And then I was like, oh my God, I took someone's luggage. And then I called the airport and it was awful. And then actually the last time I was in LA too, I was like checking in at my Airbnb. <laughs> yeah. like, they're like, oh, where's your passport? And I'm like, oh, it's in my luggage. And I look at my luggage and I'm like, oh my God, where's my luggage? I left it literally the middle of South Central LA at a 7-Eleven oh. for 25 minutes beside a dump, a garbage can and it was still there. And I was like, oh, oh my God, I'm so lucky. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. Did, um, so tell us about your 2012 vision board. Uh, February 2nd, 2012, created a vision board that changed my life. Yeah. And yeah. So you believe in vision boards, obviously. Yes. So since then I make vision boards. I try to make them about four times a year, but one main one for the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. So like New Year's type of thing. Yep. And then usually like every season change, I'll make like small ones just to make sure I'm on track. Uh Uh-huh. So can you tell us what you did for 2019? Are you still working on it? No, I got it. It's got it all done. Actually, I'll read you what it is. Great. The main focus of it. I learned how to be assertive last year and mm-hmm. vulnerable. And then this year, I, or last year's mantra, I guess for me was, I do not need to be in control in order for things to go exactly as they should. And mm-hmm. this year's one is I release all things from the past year that has caused any negative attachment. I prepare and welcome new changes, new lessons, and new adventures. I welcome new opportunities to grow emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Nice. Yeah. I like it. And then around that, I have like my travel goals, work goals, personal mm-hmm. goals. So you put some text. Do you also clip photographs yeah. and like put that on there? Yeah, I try and to do both. How big is it? So Kara, my partner that yeah. spoke with you, hers is over there. It's like a standard size bulletin board, I guess you cool. can call it. It's, it's in the other room. Yeah. You might be able to see it. But. My current one is pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like when I first walk into my house, it's like right down my hallway in my room. So every morning, it's the first thing I see. I actually, if you've been to Naked Cafe, they used to have this giant chalkboard in their hallway. Mm -hmm. And when they did their renovation, they got rid of it and I took it from their dumpster. So it's probably (laughs) about six feet tall and two and a half feet wide. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. And then I had some advice from somebody else um, in 2017 and I took it and I'm just redoing it again is on my, I picked a mirror in my house and once a week, I take a whiteboard marker and then put the goals for the week and then physically cross them out. Nice. Yeah. As you achieve them. Yeah. You, you in the week. Yeah. Them. But staring at them like in a mirror. Cause it's like oh, another yeah. thing, if you come to my salon too, there's a lot of like, there's no mirror in the bathroom. Yeah. I try to like there, I put warnings on my mirrors that say like, what does it say? It says something like warning images in this mirror might be um, distorted by socially like whatever images mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm kind of like weird on mirrors sometimes because not so much anymore, but when I was first building a clientele, I found like women would just sit down and like pick themselves apart in front of the mirror. Oh, and it just yeah. hurts my heart so much because it's like the younger generations are hearing are hearing that, right? And then yeah. seeing it. And then even myself, like I stare in a mirror like 50 hours a week, you know? And it's like, <laughs> ooh, it's like say nice things to yourself, right? Yes. So what do you use to, because I want to try it. So what do you use to write on a mirror that you can wipe off? Expo course? markers. Expo markers. Mm-hmm. So is that like whiteboard Yeah, whiteboard markers. Okay, so then yeah. it wipes off nicely. Yeah. It's not going to permanent. Uh-uh. Yeah. And cool. it's on your mirror. And I like it in before, like I have the best house ever right now, but like my house before I had like a really cool mirror in my bathroom and it was mm-hmm. like really private. But now I'm like, nope, fuck it. I'm going to put it right on my full length <laughs> mirror and I don't care who sees it. <laughs> nice. 
Because then it's like stares at you, right? Yes. Yeah. Like and you're brushing PST, your teeth. You're call doing, PST. You're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you know, doing your hair. You're brushing your teeth. That's, so even if you're like half asleep, just yeah. waking up. It's, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that today. Yeah. Yeah. Because I love cool. lists and stuff like that. But I'm kind of a person that's kind of clutterly or I clutter easily. So it's like, let's just like simplify this a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about your business. You touched on it. Yeah. Cruelty-free products. Yeah. Environmentally friendly products. Yeah. What is it? Is it a hair salon? Yep. So it's a hair salon. And to be honest, it's like a safe place. I found Uh when you move places, some or not even moving places, just sometimes you don't have a safe place to go, especially if you don't have like family or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to create a safe environment that people could come on the best day or the worst day of their life and leave feeling better. Doesn't mean they have to come and get their hair done. I actually have had people come in just to eat their lunch. Mm. (laughs) And like Naked Cafe was just over full and they're like... I knew this was a safe place to come in. I needed to study or I needed a Wi-Fi. And I'm like, this is what this was created for. Oh my God, this is my dream coming true. Um, also for a place where women and men could come and make some freaking money and not worry about like the politics of hair. So mm-hmm. I have very affordable rent. Uh-huh. And, um, so you rent chairs too? Yeah, I know. I definitely don't have employees. Yeah, I could never right. do that. Oh God. Um, but yeah, so it's a chair rental salon. So it's right now five businesses within one business. Uh, the only thing that I'm like, boom, boom on is cruelty free and, um, empowering and not just women empowering women, like people empowering people to have conversations that maybe aren't about reality TV or crap, like ideas and Mm -hmm. like, I think that is so smart. I ran a business in Nelson and, uh, one of the things I did correctly was I subleased portions because I don't know much about cooking. Yeah. I'm learning now. Yeah, nice. But at the time, I knew nothing about cooking. You know, I can make toaster yeah, and yeah, yeah. cereal. So I had someone who was a professional run the kitchen. Cool. And they just paid me a percentage of what they sold. Yeah. And then uh, I had a lady with a beautiful espresso machine and antique. But it worked great. And she was an expert in coffee. So I rented cool. her little spot. You know? Yeah. So I think that's such a great thing to do. Yeah, you don't have to worry about staff and exactly. All and all yeah. That, that is something though, like I try to educate with when people are calling mm-hmm. um, this one and, um, cause it's kind of like having a baby. I, well, I won't say that cause I've never had a baby, mm-hmm. but I just feel like I'm giving and giving all the time. But I've in the last couple of days taken a step back and like, if I do the best I can every day, then that's the best I can do. But yeah, no, like it's, it was like eight fifty is the average chair rent price. And then you add your color and your shampoo on top of that. I'm like, Whoa, how's a person to make any um, a living here? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm, I have mm-hmm. a really affordable rent and it's like a home for all of us. And that's, that's what I want it to feel is more like a, just a safe place. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Are there any services besides hair? Uh, we hair? used to have a renter that did nails and we used to have at one point an eyelash, um, extension renter. Um, Fun fact about me is every salon I've worked at uh, previous to Burke, um, there's been complaining about my singing or uh, <laughs> level of music. So right now I like having just hair because then it's like more of a free-for-all where uh, like nails. What kind of music uh, can you hear? Uh, well, I'm obsessed with the 70s uh. and I'm really obsessed with the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 soundtrack, which <laughs> I'm not normally allowed to listen to anymore because I'm over-listened to it. But, um, so 70s, 70s, like I, I think of uh, funk, classic rock. All of the above. Punk. All of it. So you love all, all 70s. 70s. I also, I love punk rock. I love um, 
like Motown. I love jazz. Mm. You'll often hear sometimes we'll be on a huge, we love the nineties too. Like who doesn't, but, um, love some rap too, but fucking love the seventies. Nice. Wonderful. So, um, tell us, you touched on it earlier, but tell us why you think it's so important that we try to shop local. Whatever we um, can. well, really when you're buying from the maker, you're buying not just that product, right? You're buying freaking hours and hours and hours of failure, success, mm-hmm. emotion, and you're really supporting someone's family, right? Yes. Yeah. There's, um, I think it's called the total cost or uh, something on Netflix. Anyways, I, Olivia from Naked Cafe brought it to my attention about a year and a half ago. And it was just like about the fashion industry in total. And I'm just like, oh my God. So yeah, yeah. I just try to be as local as possible. Not a local snob, but like, yeah. yeah. Whatever possible. Anything. Yeah. yeah. And there's so many cool people you meet when you shop local too. Right. And mm-hmm. just different ways to be kind to the environment. Like even my toothbrush, my toothbrush is now compostable. And I was like, whoa, I didn't even think about that, right? Because I've never bought my toothbrush from a local place, right? But on this market is where I got mine. And then I was like, wow, if every person bought one compostable toothbrush, it's like, that's 8 billion yeah, toothbrushes. That's a lot. That's a lot. Right? And I'm just Definitely. like, right? Yeah. Well, now that you mention it, and since you're vegan, uh, I want to yeah. give a shout out to Mike's Produce, which is two blocks away from yeah, here. Yeah, I keep and hearing I, about that place. I worked there for four months. Cool. And I mean, the, the quality, like we had to touch every piece of fruit and every vegetable Whoa. every single day. So we take cool. it all down at night. We put it all back up. And if it's a little bit uh, flawed, we reduce the price. Cool. And uh, if it was like a little more than that, we would give it to the uh, gospel That's mission. So, cool. so it's still perfectly edible right like, you know and then the uh trim we would give it to local farmers that have cool. uh, rabbits and that's stuff. So, so cool and it's just beautiful and it's all local people obviously yeah, it's not a franchise it. or you know all the money is staying in the and it's just like stuff. somebody's passion right at yeah. the end of the day local is about passion and i'm such a passionate person i just feel like passionate people understand other passionate people definitely <laughs> definitely <laughs> yeah for sure for sure so Tell us the uh, name of your shop. I'm going to put links in the cool. in the show notes, but tell us the name and, and the location so it's people can find you. Burke Hair Lounge, B-U-R-K-E, and 515 Lawrence Avenue. And it's close to Naked Cafe. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And, yeah. And who would you like to nominate to come on the show in the future? I am going to have the Naked Cafe for sure because nice. you'll have so much fun with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to... I know Sarah from Unless Market is in the middle of some other, um, I don't want to say activities, but other passions right now. But she is responsible for the first annual local gift card, which is bomb.com. It's, I think there's over 50 businesses included in it. And it's like, you can buy that gift card for five bucks up to 500 bucks. And then it's like, you can use it at any local business. And it's like, Oh my God, could you imagine if everybody bought local gift cards instead of Tim Hortons or Starbucks? No offense, but like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, Whoa. And you could use it from like, and her her name is Sarah, Sarah Coffrey. Coffrey. Perfect. Thanks so much. And at naked cafe. Yeah. Who is, what are your favorite people there? That Um, is an interesting person. Olivia Gordy is the oldest sister. Tegan Gordy is the middle sister. And Tessa Gordy is the youngest sister. And they are three of the most beautiful souls I've ever met in my whole life. They are nice. so amazing. And Maybe we'll get all three of them. Yeah, we'll, well see what you'd they have say. so much fun with that. We've had uh, two and three people 
Yeah, cool. At the same time. But um, yeah, we'll see what they say. Yeah, they're, they will 100%. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much, Lisa, thank for you your for time me. today. Appreciate it. Awesome. Luke Mankus is a realtor. He loves what he does. We asked Luke if he had any regrets about moving here in 2011. And he always says, yeah, one regret. And that is, he didn't move here sooner. When Luke came here, he didn't know anyone. He didn't know the neighborhoods or anything or anyone besides his daughter, who was six years old at the time. So he knows what it's like. Now, he's an expert and has helped well over 100 single people, couples, families, and investors with their real estate needs in the Okanagan. If you're new to our beautiful city, Luke can help you get connected with great lawyers, dentists, carpenters, landscapers, swimming pool installers, you name it. And whether you're new to Kelowna or not, Luke knows real estate. He can help you find a great property, negotiate a good deal, and hold your hand all the way through the process until the day you get your shiny new set of keys. Luke is known as a no-pressure kind of guy. He's had clients where it took even a year or more to get them into a property. He just doesn't believe in rushing things. On the other hand, when you decide it's time to act, he's diligent and he'll work day and night until the job is done. Give Luke Make Us a call or a text message at any time. 778-215-4273. Again, that's 778-215-4273. 778-215-4273 to chat with Luke about real estate.